Thanks, Robert. Thank you. Thanks, Elsa. Good morning, everyone. I have to scan right around here to see all these faces. Um, when I arrived here this morning at half nine, because I set off from lots of time from Antrim, making sure that I'd be here in time, I was amazed to come into the door and hear the wafting of music coming from the group practicing. I've never been at a service that one hour before I heard the music come out of the building. And that was just set the tone for everything that's happened even in the last hour since I've been here, the last hour and a half I've been here. I, I, as as uh, Alistair, I'll tell you a little about myself. Um, I'm, I'll not tell you what age I am, but I've got three daughters in their 40s. I've got three grandchildren. I belong to Presbyterian Church in Antrim. And seven years ago, a guy walked into our session meeting and he talked about CAP. I've been in the Farmers Union for 20 years. And all I could think cap was common agricultural policy. <laughs> but as soon as this guy said about cap and he told us what they did, uh, I thought, wow, what a vehicle to get into somebody's home. You're invited in. How could this fail? And because I tried many things, many things outreach for my church, I done door to door, drop on leaflets, and how disencouraging that is sometimes when you're trying to do that, to be invited in by somebody who needs help. The three of us in Antrim Centre that started the CAP Centre six years ago are changed people. We're all in church leadership. We've all been elders in our church. We've changed our lives totally in the way we think, in the way we now know what's in community, and the way we didn't know before what's in community we thought we did. We are changed people, and therefore we will speak differently when we speak to someone about going into community and changing lives. Um, today's talk is about when hope walks in. Um, we're going to tell you the story about Edith, a little bit of the story of Edith. Edith, who became, because of the pressure of debt, was making daily choices between the cost of travelling to work to earn money or turning her heating on. Debt snatched her hope and as her absolute lowest, she was considering suicide. Edith's from County Down. Edith's one of her own, as we're in Northern Ireland. Right now, 14 million people in our nation, like Edith, are living in poverty. Poverty arrives like an illness in the family, setting you into a battle you can't win and draining your life until you have nothing left to give. You have no power to change the situation, and it grinds you down until any flicker of hope you had is completely extinguished. Most client, debt clients um, wait three to five years before they call for help. Only one in, one in six people, if the people you will meet in the next week, if they're typical, will need help with their finances. But only one in ten of that one in six will find, it, will find the heart to call and ask for help. It's shame, it's guilt, it's hopelessness causes the delay. As we find out during our time together today, Christians Against Poverty works with local churches like you all over the UK to connect with these broken people whose lives have been devastated by poverty through debt, unemployment, dependencies and low income. What unique ingredients does CAP have that changes thousands of lives what do we have as a local church here in Belnahinch? What do we carry that we bring of Jesus? Well, it's hope. 
I've heard it say that you can survive um, a week without water. You can survive a month without food. But I don't think you'll survive without hope. Real hope. Every single person in this country, in our community, who is struggling with debt or poverty desperately needs hope to walk into their situation. That's why CAP's core message is always hope. It permeates everything we do. As Christians, you and I are all carriers of hope because Jesus is with us. Hope is with us wherever we go. But our clients' hopelessness is real. They can't help themselves out of debt. They can't break free. They can't break free of their dependencies or get themselves into work. After years of unemployment, they feel there's no way out on their own. Job 11 verse 18 says, You will be secure because there is hope. You will look around you and take your rest in safety. Like Cap, I truly believe that the local church is the hope of the world. A place of safety. Because we are the hands and feet of Jesus. And Jesus was the ultimate bringer of hope. Today, I'm going to show you how you can join CAP's mission and enable hope to walk into lives where hopelessness had already set up camp. But let's take a closer look at the understanding of hope. What does it truly mean? Why, my soul, are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Saviour and my God. That's Psalm 43, verse 5. And we should have a slide then coming up to see is the Greek meaning of hope. The Greek meaning of hope is elpis, which means to anticipate with pleasure and to confidently expect. The dictionary definition for hope is a feeling of expectation and desire for a particular thing to happen. Even though these definitions may seem similar, there is a difference between what the Bible defines as hope and what the world defines as hope. I would go further to say they contrast one, one another. The world's hope is rooted in desire, which means the outcome of what is hoped for is uncertain. We hope for so many things, but not sure of them becoming a reality. We hope to pass a test, to get a job, to earn a good living, or to meet the right person. But none of those are guaranteed. Our hope, however, is anchored in Jesus we place our hope in him with confident expectation. And that is what shows up when Cap arrives in someone's life. It's different to anything they've experienced before. And it cuts through the roaring chaos of poverty like a still, calm whisper. Do not be afraid. Be still and know that God is with us as we go to visit people. And that stillness emanates in that house when we arrive. It is this hope that allows us to keep going when we want to give up. This same hope in Jesus Christ that gives freedom to those in debt and poverty, to those who are jobless or battling, or battling with dependencies. God is doing this by using people like you and me as his hands and his feet, by allowing his body, the church, this church, to stand at the hope, to stand as the hope of the world. If the world is looking for hope, let hope be found within us. Let's watch Edith's story and see firsthand exactly what it looks like when hope walks in.
Life was in a very dark place. I had to choose between putting heating on or putting electricity on, whether I would eat or whether I would put petrol in the car. I didn't open letters, I didn't answer phone calls. It was a place that I never want to see anybody in because it was torture. I got into debt by a series of bad choices. I got sucked into the, you know, a consolidation loan, but it just really got me into a bigger mess. I received a letter threatening to take me to court for an unpaid bill and I got scared. I took myself up to bed and I got under the covers, pulled them up over my head and thought this is it. I couldn't stop the crying. I just wanted to end my life because it was hell. And that, that's just a scary place to be. Scary, scary place to be. I was in church one morning and there was a lady at the front of the church. She started describing about how people who live in poverty um, choose between heating and food, choose between electricity and petrol, don't open letters, don't open the door. And I thought, I don't know who this woman is, but she, she's talking to me. As I found out then, she was our debt centre manager for CAP. Julie gave me the, the CAP number and said, use that. I kept staring at it thinking, nah, I can't do that. I can't, I can't admit the mess that I'm in. So a couple of weeks went past and I, I rang the number and I have to say I haven't looked back since. The first visit was quite nerve-wracking. Didn't really know what to expect. Again, there was no judgement made. There was no, why have you done this? Look at the mess you're in. There was nothing like that. They explained what, would, what the process would be. And as I say, they, they took all my information on board and, and went away with it. I first felt hope when I could see the amount that I owed to people getting smaller. I felt amazing. It felt achievable that I could do this. Because of the state my life was in, my walk with God wasn't just necessarily where it should be. When I was on the discovery break, there was an opportunity to either dedicate or rededicate your life to God and I knew I had to take it um, and yeah there and then I said this is me God take me take me as I am because I can't I, I just can't do it anymore on my own and then I, I got the phone call from Cap to say we're pleased to tell you that you know you're, you're now debt free I cried it was amazing It was the best feeling I've ever had. Just to hear somebody say, you are no longer in debt, you owe nobody anything, was an amazing feeling. Life now, since I became debt free, it's chalk and cheese, chalk and cheese. I now live my life, I don't exist in my life anymore. I live my life, I enjoy my life, I make the most of my life. Happiness is a word that I never thought I would fully understand and, and fully get to grips with what it actually meant. But now I do. Now I, I know what true happiness is.
Wow, I will never lose the impact of seeing a life transformed when hope walks in. I just want to take this opportunity on behalf of everybody involved in Christians Against Poverty to say a huge thank you to you, our partner churches. Without your faithfulness, without your heart for your local community, or your love of the poor, your generosity, your desire to make sure that the poor are at the top of your agenda, no life will be changed through the work of CAT. If you're running a debt centre, I hope you're inspired to see those clients going debt free. If you're running a job club or a fresh start or one of our life skills courses, whatever you're doing, whether you're running the courses, whether you're just volunteering, whether you're a support worker, whether you're a giver, whatever you're doing, listen, I want to say thank you. Thank you on behalf of CAP, but more importantly, thank you on behalf of the lives that are transformed as hope walks in. We could not do this without you. Later on, you're going to be given an opportunity to play your part in bringing hope into the lives of people who are desperate for that hope. By giving just £5 a month, you will be covering the cost of one phone call into our new client inquiries. If you can give £15, that will pay for three phone calls into our new client inquiry teams. Listen, what you're going about to do can make a difference in people's lives. Please make sure when your opportunity arrives that you don't let it pass, that you join in with tens of thousands of others and give to the work of Christians Against Poverty so that hope can walk in. Edith mentioned earlier about uh, the day that she heard she was debt-free. Donald and Winston, his partner, and myself and my two partners, sometimes get the pleasure of seeing that information that they're debt-free before they hear. And it's really good to pick up the phone, go out and see them and say, do you know you're debt-free? You'll get notification in the next few days. That, as she said, is the most amazing thing. Maybe it's the first time in 5, 10, 15 years they can say, I'm debt-free. And they, and they start their life suddenly differently the next time. But we could talk all day about the message of hope that CAP brings into our clients' lives. But in the time we have this morning, I'm going to go through just four sides to this hope. The first is that clients that we go to are not alone. You are not alone is, is the heading to this one. And in Second Corinthians uh, chapter 1 verse 7 it says and our hope for you is firm because we hope that just as you share in our suffering so also you share in our comfort you see some people in their darkest moment honestly believe that they're destined to live in, trapped in their poverty forever they feel isolated and hopeless they're resigned to their lot in life I'll be in debt until I die I'll never be, in, be able to stop smoking I never get a job. My life isn't worth anything anyway. When a debt coach smiles and takes a client and, and, and tells a client no problem is too big, it blows their mind. When we take back a budget and it gives them a realistic amount of money for food, they can't believe it. When someone walks into a job club or a life skills group for the first time, they are greeted with smiles from others who are in the same situation as them. There is no longer, they are no longer alone in isolation and the shame of guilt are lifted. They realise that CAP completely understands the horrific difficulties that they're going through and that is a huge reassurance. However, the thing that really opens the door to let hope in is that CAP arrives with a confident expectation that the situation can change. The firm hope described in 2 Corinthians 1 and 7 
that every client will have comfort in place of suffering not only opens the door to hope, it flings the door wide open and the oxygen-rich breeze of hope floods into a client's life. I have not seen a money debt yet that can't be sorted. I didn't actually believe that before I started this uh, volunteer job because I came from an insurance business. I came from a business where I've seen lots of debts with farmers and things, and I didn't really believe that any debt, every debt can be sorted. <coughs> and most of my clients have reached their debt freedom point five years or less, some as early as six months after we've seen them. They feel safe and supported. They feel part of something bigger than themselves. Hope walks in. The second aspect of hope is the CAP service that we do actually works. Joe 5.16 says, So the poor have hope, and injustice shuts its mouth. For so many of our clients, everything that happens to them in the past screams failure. Many will have... Many have been ripped off by unscrupulous or let down by systems that fail them. They truly think that nothing out there can possibly exist that is able to make a difference in their lives. They hear, we hear clan after client saying, I'm beyond help. I've tried it all before. This will never work. But we know and we show them that the truth is so different to what they believe. When we teach a client in a fresh start life control, or a life-controlling, sorry, in a fresh start, which is the life-controlling dependency course session, they will have a value that they are not defined by their dependency on gambling or whatever. Hope walks in. When we show a job club member that their life experience is valuable to an employer and equip them to confidently walk in an interview, hope walks in. When we take the piles of confusing paperwork, as Donald mentioned earlier, from a debt client and return with a workable budget, when that client no longer receives calls and constantly texts, uh, constant texts from creditors, or maybe fear the knock on the door of a wall, maybe they're going to lose their house, hope walks in. CAP helps 23,000 people every year through their four services. Cap Debt helps sees thousands who have utterly, dis utterly despaired and find themselves freed of debt uh, 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 by using a budget and getting to the debt-free point. Two and a half thousand of them become debt-free each year. Cap never pays people's debt for them. We never lose money. We would lose our, our volunteer job if we were found to be lending money or paying off a debt. But, but Cap demands justice from creditors alongside practical help. Every month, three million pound of debt is repaid or written off in the UK by CAP. Last year, through CAP job clubs, 805 people found work. These are people who are out of work on average more than two years. CAP's other services, Fresh Start and Life Skills, as you heard about from Lorna, have helped a further 600 people in 2017. Life skill equips people to live well. When they are walking the tightrope of a low income, and while Fresh Start helps people to find freedom from life-controlling dependencies, when we explain to our clients how many others have been helped, these precious people realise that they are not too far gone. They realise this service works. It's tested and proven. What they believe to be impossible is now a definite possibility. 
hope walks in. I, I tell, I've done this job for six years and I'm now doing a slightly different aspect, which I'll come on to in a minute or two, of cap work. And uh, I tell people in their first visit, even before I see any of their paperwork or know the size of their debt, you can get to debt freedom. I don't think at first they believe us, but after we do a couple more visits, they can see the solution to the problem. The third aspect of, of, of this hope, we believe in you. Jeremiah 20 and 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to give you hope and a future. For so many in poverty, all they ever heard is that they never amount to anything. Once a drinker, always a drinker. Once a poor mum, always a poor mum. Once in benefits, always in benefits. But Jeremiah 29 11 tells us God has plans for us that will give us hope and a future. And then Philippians 4.13 says that we can do all things through Christ which strengthened us. CAP opens all its services in partnership with local churches like yours across the length and width of the UK. Hundreds of congregations have boldly stood and declared that they will be the ones to bring hope to their community, to those crushed in poverty. The frontline workers in our partner churches like yours tell clients, you can do this. You can have a future free from debt. You can get a job. You have some, life, you have some skills employers are looking for. You can hit this goal to get freedom from your dependency. We believe in you. Imagine being encouraged in this way after a life of believing you're worthless. The impact on people's lives is incredible. They change the way they talk about themselves. Their relationships with partners and children improve. They smile and laugh. They look physically different. Because of CAP's commitment to equip local churches to reach people, every client who connects with a CAP service is brought into the supportive safety net of a community, and Lorna emphasised that in her, her chat. They suddenly have a whole team of people to encourage them, catch them before they stumble, and tell them that God loves them more than they imagine. When broken people are told about their God-given value, hope walks in. And finally, the fourth aspect to this, which is the big thing in my heart, uh, since ever I, I started the, 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 the job as it were as a volunteer, in Psalm 25.5 it says, Guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are God my saviour and my hope is in you all day long. No life is beyond Jesus' redeeming power. Some of our clients may not even believe that God exists or may have preconceived ideas about church or Christians. No one may ever have, no one may ever have shown and taken the message of hope to Jesus to them. But we do. As the mental storm of worries and anxiety about poverty, joblessness, life control and dependencies begins to calm and hope sets in, people have the space to open their minds and hearts to God. When Christians are living a life that reflects Jesus, people can sense it. When we are non-judgmental, kind, helpful, willing to go the extra mile, they feel it. It's tangible. God magnifies all that cap brings to their client in order to create hope where there, was one, where there was none because Jesus himself is the ultimate hope. I don't have this on my script, but I just feel uh, to tell you that 
on a call, which was probably my biggest debt ever, uh, myself and my friend her second visit, the lady in the house looked at us and she says, do you believe in angels? And I thought, I'm going to answer this question. Do you believe in angels? And I did hear of a situation where somebody in Africa had trouble getting home from a missionary visit. And for some miraculous reason, the next morning, all the problems had been sorted by somebody, some, as it were, uh, anonymous mystery person. So I was, while I was telling in that story, I was thinking, I must give her an answer to this question. Now, my mum didn't even think I was an angel, but this lady saw something in the pair of us. We randomly turned up because she just had two names. And I remembered to tell her this. An angel is somebody who brings good news from God. And that's all she's seen when we walked through the door. Is we were there at the right time in her life, her and her husband's life, so that we could take a plan and get them out of debt. For over 20 years, CAB has committed to be the best reflection of who Jesus is, to show that the church, your church is relevant to the communities we serve. As Christians, we all play a vital part in showing a hurting world that God is love, forgiveness, and compassion. A God of second chance, a God of your life can change, a God of I believe in you, a God of salvation. As Christians like you, CAP workers not only bring hope, but leave hope, and the hope we leave does not disappoint. We always ask, I think Donald mentioned this as well, we always ask clients if we can read a verse. And I usually read a verse with a hope, and I make it clear that hope, that promise from God rather, is a promise to everyone, whether they're a committed Christian or not. And then I asked them to pray. And I learned after a few visit to ask them, what do you want us to pray for? Now we talked to these people for two and a half hours, maybe in a visit, and we asked them, what do you want to pray for? And that was the shock of my life to realize that uh, 50% of the time, it wasn't about money. It was about other things. And as Donald said already, when you pray for that, and you lift your head, just a few sentences, because you've got 30 seconds to prepare yourself to pray for what they've said. You see tears. One young couple said to us, that's the first time anybody in our life has ever prayed with us. And that has a massive change in people's lives. Clients start to feel valued and loved and open up to trust with many personal situations beyond that. Do you know, I think other than CAP representatives, Doctors might hear a lot from people's personal lives, but I reckon hairdressers hear a lot. Yeah, especially the lady hairdressers. I used to uh, go to my local hairdresser when I was working, and it was a mixed salon, and I couldn't believe what people were talking about. But I now see that when I, yeah, I've got quite a, and I see that when I do a cap, cap, cap call, people tell us everything. We are privileged, honoured, and humbled that can't share their stories with us. Once folk feel loved and valued, they want to belong and believe, or believe and belong, and will probably want to follow you to church, come back to church. Although this may take a wee while, though, and you have to be patient and keep your befriending and whatever going. <coughs> My life has changed when I've seen over two dozen people in our centre give their life to the Lord, ask Jesus into their life, and I was involved in a couple directly. Somebody mentioned it about discovery breaks. Discovery makes an amazing, it's like a church family weekend. We go to Castle Wellen, 85 people, which is about 25 families. And I've never been to one yet and come away and seen less than 20 or 25 people make commitments. And I'm thinking, 
because all those people are clients who don't know each other. They will have been well prepared and looked after and loved before they arrive at that over weeks and months. And things happen and things change. As a result of what I do now, I stopped doing frontline calls in <coughs> April, May, because for the last two years I had in my heart, I need to go back to see my clients, clients who have already made commitments, see where they are in their journey, clients who already have not committed, but I knew they were on a journey before, before the Holy Spirit was going to do something big in their life. And I've just gone to two this week, two individual clients who cleared their debt three years ago, as well as going to one house, I discovered he's got married, just married, and I met his mum and dad, and his mum has got cancer, so I've met, there's only one person I've met four. And I went to another house, and he asked me to move us to tea in my trailer, and as a result of meeting her, because the neighbour was going to give us a hand, I met two more people, gone back to see them, not about debt, just about life in general. So going out to see two individuals, I finished up seeing a total of seven people. That confirms to me that I am on the right track, God's calling, to go out and say that the church, when you move into community, as you said earlier, amazing things will happen to you and the community uh, because you will change as well on your journey. As a result of CAP's work, more than a 1,000 people made a personal commitment to Jesus each year across the UK. That's the equivalent of several new churches year on year. CAP is a ministry that is seeing God's kingdom brought to earth, and today I want to invite you to become part of that. I make no apology for this ask. John Kirkby, the founder who looked at his first, who took his first client on at his kitchen table 21 years ago. That's now a massive organisation. Just Google and find out what they're doing. They're in four countries now as well as three countries other than the UK. 29 people like yourselves have decided that they would like to support financially this organisation. And through a direct debit a standing order, they've decided to help. And we're currently on 29,000 people. These people passionately believe that poverty shouldn't be anyone's endpoint, And to make sure it isn't, they each committed to make a donation of £12 on average to CAP each month. CAP calls these people life changers because that's what they are. They are life changers. If you this morning on your seat, you would have found a little piece of paper, and there's two bits to it. For free, this book is yours. I would love every family. I think if every family took one, I'm in trouble. I'd have to send for more and send them down here. But please complete your sheet. Just tell us your name, address, and your telephone number, and we will correspond with you. Cat will correspond with you to tell you where they're at. This book tells you the first 20 years. It tells you how John Kirkby at his kitchen table was compelled by God to start this uh, charity. Complete that and just the basic details and give them to me at the door. But if you feel, and that's, you get a book just for completing it, but if you feel that you need to, you would like to come on board with something per month, month, please speak to me and I will help you complete the rest. You don't need to know your details this morning because some nice person from CAP will phone you and set that all up for you. Um, you see, this month, some very um, wealthy people must, Christian people must have been in touch with CAP and said, for every pound that a person puts in, this month, on a standing order, we will double it directly to CAP. So £5 from you per month will be £10 to CAP. 
and that is the mission to change lives to get the whole thing much better. Northern Ireland presently covered with all the all Northern Ireland have covered debt centres. So anybody rings up postcode will tell them there's a debt centre and it'll be put to them. However, I know that some people might have seen and got this book before. If you have, there's a book for you. Just tell me you've got this one and I'll give you this one. Twelve stories. Edith, I don't know whether these stories are in there or not, but twelve stories in this book of people who've made it through the, the, the cap situation and transformed their lives. Um, so if you give me that leaflet with just the bit, first bit done, I give you a book. If you want to do the second bit, speak to me. And, and there is a very important little bit in red, I think, and that's because of these new data protection things. Please tell us which way we want us to communicate with you. You can uh, stroke all four sections, email, post, whatever. You can do all four. You don't have to do one because it's just to give us the freedom and the legal ability to be able to do that. So I would say, basically, together we want to build this cap movement in that anyone in the UK needing help on debt, job club, dependency, life skills, can reach out and within their community there is a church that's doing that. CAP is a tool which you have to use and you are using. It's simply a tool to bring, to know what's in community and to change the whole shape and face of your church. Thank you this morning so much and thank you to the people already who are on board and CAP. Just appreciate, I kind of know what you've gone through and thank you very much for your invitation to come and speak. Thank you.